Oh. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Americana Pipecast. My name is Mac. I'm here with Aiden and Logan. Um, I was not in the last podcast, but I was the sound guy, if you guys uh, remember that from the last one. So what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, actually, we're talking about you. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, we wanted, just thought it'd be cool to intro. Uh, Mac has been helping us out uh, with Americana Pipe Dream almost over a year and a half now yes sir. um really helped us get our tiktok going as well as a lot of marketing photos too at the time i mean me and yep. logan did not know much about that um but why don't you just you know you kind of saw the whole business you know from the very infant stage of it yeah. to where we are now why don't you just kind of show how your you know perspective uh, on it was and how you kind of portrayed a role in it um yeah i mean i know i've always been good friends with uh aiden and logan um, I've known Logan since middle school. I've known Aiden since elementary school. So, um, uh, it's kind of weird, honestly, seeing them come together because, uh, they're both my friends, but I just never really expected them to, uh, kind of come together in the way that they did. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, I, honestly, I don't really remember, um, the first time hearing about the business, but what I do vividly remember is the first time really helping out i think wasn't it we were at um we were above the art studio and we took photos in that one like abandoned apartment right we set up everything in there that was max ah yes that was in uh jack's jack's uh jack's apartments yeah we took some uh really interesting photos for our first ever drop of t-shirts which were still the shittily heat printed t-shirts yeah yeah. um they are no more yeah yeah, no more. But those that was fun. That was a good time. Aiden Beekler was there. Yeah. Uh, ben Peters was also there. Jack Miller, of ben course. Um, Our uh, long-lost partner. And then, yeah, I think after that, um, I think the Guerrilla Warfare video was after that, and that's when it really just started popping. And then I remember I would just come over every once in a while, and I'd just help you shoot a video or something like that. And the videos just ended up doing really, really well. Mm-hmm. People really liked them. They love Bali Clava, man. Um, they thought you were a terrorist and a fed. <laughs> I am both simultaneously. Yes. Um, or is he? No, we are. We are we're feds. Um, 100%. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I had a couple of jobs here and there while the business just kept going in the background and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And then. I remember Aiden joined, and then at the time I lived with Aiden, so he was always talking in my ear like, "Oh Mac, Mac, you could, you should, someday you're gonna be able to join American Pipe Dream. You can join." And I was like, "Okay, Jimmy, okay, okay, keep talking, okay." And then eventually, yeah, I, I joined, and uh, now we're here. You know. Well, I I really appreciate the help that you've given me and Logan over over yeah. the course of. The business and um you really helped us with uh bali clava man and a lot of those original videos and if it wasn't for you i don't think we would be in the exact position we are today and i yeah no shit (laughs) (laughs) hey don't 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 forget the bali clava man beat yeah this man created that iconic yes i did yeah you also and the one thing i i think our audience a lot of our audience actually has asked where we get some of our sounds and stuff and that is you yeah yeah a lot of people really like your music that's why we need to put it on spotify and have a playlist with our original sounds because they some of them do go hard they do go hard yeah yeah and a lot of our music came from you i'm I'm always cooking up 1-800-MAC-DADDY on soundcloud Get yeah. up, everybody. Big facts, big Find facts. Find some trash. Hell yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then Mac, we originally, I think, hired you um, last fall sometime. Around around fall time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ian was full time at that time. Yeah. And Ian was has been with us for a couple months before we hired you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you were working. Let's talk about, uh, you worked at Spectrum, right? Oh, my God. I worked, I worked for a contractor that was contracted by Spectrum. So it wasn't directly for Spectrum. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would stop in here on my lunch break, like almost every day and play a little apex. Yeah, and I would just stop in, play some apex, distract Ian for a little bit, distract everyone. I would just come in and be a menace. Yeah, you were a menace. And then sometimes, sometimes I'd, I'd have enough time. Like I would still be getting paid for the spectrum job. I'd have enough time to come in here and shoot an entire video for you guys. 
Yeah, there were a few. On your lunch break, too. <laughs> on my lunch break. On my lunch break, yeah. It was, it was good. And the stories, too, you had from Spectrum always good. Yeah, sorry, Spectrum. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> but uh, after Spectrum, I know we talked. You also didn't know what you were going to do with school mm-hmm. um, at the time. Um, and we were like, well, we can try to try to bring you on as we were growing and we needed help. And um, I know you do fulfillment now. Um, we could talk a little bit about that too, but you've, you said you originally helped us the videos. I mean, the idea is we can have you on hopefully as like a full media slash, um, marketing, um, almost manager with us. Um, I don't know if I could ever take Logan's place though. His memes, oh, are, no. his memes are too good. I don't know if I could ever. Nah, one day I'm going to need some help, man. Yeah. This you is, do need help. <laughs> you is, already need some help. Is, yeah. I do need some help. We, we try. Um, but, uh, yeah. That's the Mac Fritz AP employee that's, origin story. Yeah, that's the origin story for me, I guess. So what's the what's the day in the life though of a Mac Fritz at Americana Pipe Dream? Um well, you know, uh like any day, you know, you wake up, uh, you're tired, you get some breakfast in you, um, you drive to work. A little brekkie? Yep, you're a little brekkie. You usually stop at Quick Trip. For those of you who don't know what Quick Trip is, uh Quick Trip is if there wasn't a Quick Trip Within a mile of this warehouse, I don't think this place would still be running. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> no. that is how valuable Quick Trip is. If you're from Wisconsin, you understand. If you're not from Wisconsin, then just think of it as like a 7-Eleven. But, but better. Way better. Always has like hot food. Like They always got like a chicken sandwich and some burgers and stuff. Fantastic. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. Better than Bucky's. Um, Amen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I you know, wake up. Get some food, get to the warehouse. Usually, about, here, about what time? Do you usually, show? I'm yeah, here on let's, time. Let's usually, talk I'm about here on time. that a little um, bit. <laughs> um, some days it's it's harder than others to you know get it going, but you know we always get it going. And typically, and, we're here. The time is around ten o'clock. Yeah, so ten o'clock and yeah. we start. And, um, and then yeah, like. I just, I say, I, I usually, uh, when I get in, I sit down, I talk to you guys for a little bit to see what's going on, any pallets coming in today, stuff like that. And then I just, I get right on orders and uh, just start going ham. Yeah. And now we have, we have Ian and you both have your own fulfillment station. Mm-hmm. And then nice we, fulfillment stations. Yes. Yeah. We used to be on the, uh, on some fold out tables. And I'm, I'm 6'3, so these fold out tables, I had to like bend my ass over every time I was doing something on them. So these new tables are awesome. Man. Yeah, now you have your They're super tall. highly adjustable desk. Yeah. Except for that little side desk. I still haven't figured out exactly what that is. I like that side desk. You do it's like those right. now? Yeah. Okay. I yeah, mean, yeah. the printer sits on there. And yeah. No, it's, it's so, all right. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad those worked out. I was a little worried we bought those. And at the time, that was a pretty big purchase. Those were for expensive to, for a fucking table. <laughs> they were they were very expensive yeah. for a table. So They're um, very nice tables. Yeah, and we had to sell. You helped with the setup too. Mm-hmm. So you and Ian both actually helped with the setup of that. Yeah, we built were, them. We built they, those tables. Kind of a pain in the butt to hmm. build. But yeah, now we've hired Frank now, and all three of you guys have been working. Um, yeah. quite, quite yeah. a lot. But yeah, I mean, I get here at ten o'clock, and then I do orders. We have a lunch break. Usually, it's like an hour, and then I get right back on orders. So. Yeah, and then sometimes we have you make a video too. I know mm-hmm. that doesn't take up a ton of your day. Um, yeah. We hope to to be able to have that almost 24 7 it's just it's tough lots of orders yeah the uh fulfillment grind lately has definitely been uh number one around Mm -hmm. the warehouse we haven't really had much time to do marketing but someday there will be a stew for matt to cook all day (laughs) with me hey that's all thanks to our our buddies brandon admin shout out them so true so true love those dudes helped us a lot and cody all of them yeah and cody for sure yeah um but yeah it's been it's been crazy i mean you've seen even this month we've we've been actually busier this month than we were last yeah month. we're busier than christmas I, I thought the shit would stop a little bit but goddamn no yeah, <laughs> february has been insane the part of that is because of our help with our youtube partners that we've done the sponsorships through, yeah. and they've been awesome yeah. um and um despite the quesadilla incident <laughs> <laughs> no talk about that you guys want to bring up the quesadilla incident right now? Well, we got to talk. We went to Texas. Uh, yeah, and we yeah, got yeah. we got to meet um, Brandon and uh, Cody and uh, Aaron Admin. Um, yeah, they they hosted a really awesome range day with a ton fantastic. more people, yeah. a ton more people than they had expected. I I know that Cody was talking about it. He was like, "Yeah, we invited like two or three people down, and then all of a sudden yeah. it was like forty more, or more fifty people, or sixty. Yeah. yeah, 
And God damn it. Okay, the quesadilla story. I we we went to we went to dinner with them. Went to a restaurant called Rodeo. And I was already I was already a little drunk. I mean, hey, a we, little drunk. I, I was already kind of drunk. Yeah, we're from we're from if you look up the drunkest city in America, you will find Americana Pipe Dreams address right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about, well, we help out we help out with the cause. I mean, Appleton's up there, so yeah. and number one. I I I had a, I had a few drinks and I was sitting next to Aiden and uh at the time not many people had gotten their food yet but um Brandon did have quesadillas and Aiden Aiden like tapped me on the shoulder he's like Mac I ordered quesadillas and I see Brandon has some I think they might be mine and my 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 dumbass was like Oh, those are totally Jimmy's quesadillas. Like, and then I we need to get up. them back. Those are because to- I also wanted some quesadillas. So I was like, those are totally our quesadillas. So I was like, uh, hey, hey, Brandon, can are you done with those quesadillas? Can we get those over here? And I did not realize those are Brandon's quesadillas. Jimmy's quesadillas were still hadn't come out yet. So yeah, we just kind of took Brandon's uh, quesadillas. <laughs> Yeah, and then I didn't even know because it took, like, after we had the conversation, it was, like, 10 minutes went by, and then the quesadillas just appeared in front of me, and I'm like, what did you do? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I took Brandon's quesadillas. I was like, bro, we... It was was funny. It was beautiful. Yep. But, uh, no, it was good. I was I really enjoyed it out there. The weather was... It was all right. It wasn't as nice, I hope, but it was still better than what we left Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Compared to snow, I mean, yeah. 50 degrees and windy in Texas is better than snow, but it was still pretty chilly. At least it felt. Yeah. One of our friends from Tucson the other day sent me a, sent me a TikTok that was like, oh, when tomorrow it's going to be like, no, no, when you wake up and it's 70 degrees outside or something. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Why are you sending me this? <laughs> it is. It has been a blizzard here for the past four days. And you want to talk to me about 70 degrees? 20 below. Get out of here. Get <laughs> out of here. No. I, lo- I love my N3B. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. But uh, yeah, so it's it's been awesome. It's been great. And Mac, we've been really happy to have you on board. And um, yeah. Yeah. And Logan, I know Logan, you can contest uh, Max help with the content and everything. So. Yeah, it's it's been really good. Every video he gets a little bit better. And I'm very hopeful. Yeah. It's going to be good, especially when we have the time and resources to commit much more to marketing. I mm-hmm. feel like we're it's it's going to go hard. That's all I can say. Especially the space, too. We are really tight on space. We are, we are so cramped right now. Yeah. And that is why a lot of our videos are filmed in the warehouse or outside now. We don't have we have that studio for a bit. The studio hasn't been around for months. No, we replaced yeah. it with, I remember it was three big cartons full of Flectarn Parkos. Yep. <laughs> yep, stacked up. That was yep. when we got our pallet jack. Uh, we bought the little pallet stacker thing. Mm-hmm. And I was so proud of that thing. I was like, we, we, we're a warehouse now. We're moving up. We have a Chinese electric pallet stacker. Yep. <laughs> it's awesome, though. It works. It does the job. Yep. Um, and uh, it's, it's just been crazy. Every time I turn it on, it tells me, well, she Huang being chilling. But yeah, and then uh, we, we've just been, uh, we've been on a fast train to hopefully getting into a bigger place soon. Yes. And hopefully when we do that with the team, we'll keep expanding and um, we'll be able to bring other, other members of our, our team on here. I know Ian, I, he's, he, I want him to get on here. We'll see if he gets on the podcast. It's okay. He's at a family event. Can't I take know. that away from him. He's got to yes. go play bingo. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then uh, we did have a Q&A on Instagram. Do we want to go over some of the questions mm-hmm. that we had on there? I know. Uh, yes, absolutely. I would love to spotlight our unhinged customers. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> Don't worry. We love you guys very, very much. Very much. Untold levels of love. Untold. I got to add the bing chilling as a, as a sound effect. Oh, here. hell yeah, you do. Episode three, expect multiple bing chillings to be <laughs> Bing chilling. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, do you ever think about how the amount of carts that get left in the parking lot is like a litmus test for how well um, your society is doing? Like if more people return their carts, the more better it's going to be. In better, general, be- better, betterer, B E T T E R E R, betterer. Yeah, see, that's why we have cart narcs, yeah, to help us with that. Yes, we watch we gotta, a lot of cart narcs. We, we gotta do. get him on the podcast. 
I would love <laughs> to talk to Carter. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> if anyone, if anyone listening uh, knows Cartnarks, uh, please let him know that Americana Pie Dream are huge fans, and that if he needs some Flectorn, let us know. Yeah, we could come up. And some chest rigs too. I know he'd be. I know he'd be strapped. Oh now. yeah, no, he does. Nah, he'd be wearing plates now too. Yeah. Oh wait, really? Oh yeah. yeah. Is it that dangerous? Well, he's in. He's in. He's in L.A. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. He'd be. He'd be walking around. With, I don't know what level <laughs> plates he'd be wearing, but he'd be wearing some something. Level five. Getting <laughs> <laughs> a workout in, walking around and yelling at people for cards. <laughs> Just in case he's got to talk to a dude who left his card out who's also driving a technical with a dishka on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for the Q&A, um, did you have a few picked out? Do you want me to start with one or two or what, what do you got? Yeah, do, do the honors. Um, well, I, I guess I could just ask you. Um, what troop in Tarn? We've... <laughs> Oh God! We've we've tried. I've been hunting for so long. Just yesterday, I was on Etsy looking for people in Europe who were selling it for like exorbitant <laughs> prices, and I messaged a couple of them. Haven't heard back yet, but I was like, "Hey, we will buy your entire stock of Tropentard, please." Yeah, it's. Uh, I know we. That's always a talk. A lot of people ask about that. It's a consistent um, pattern. That's. Yeah, we haven't had it for a very long time just because of the Bundesfair and their shenanigans. But there there have been a couple opportunities for us to snag very small lots, which unfortunately have just come at the wrong time. Like we're already yeah. way too busy or we've already spent way too much money on inventory for the week or something like that. Or what happens is too, like the small lots and on our eyes when we see them, it's like it ends up only being five or six pieces. And it's like, is it worth for us to individually go through just for five to six pieces list them when yeah and then and then also market them when i know that those pieces will be gone in like 10 minutes even before we market them now yeah and then hundreds of people will be like where is it why did (laughs) it go so fast and then i get a bunch of customer service emails (laughs) when is the tropin darn coming back in stock um i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry yeah i i feel bad when we drop stuff like that but hey we can't help it sometimes it's just this part of surplus yes yes it is um there was one on here too about chest rigs or rigs in general um we do have a few or one rig that we are planning on coming out actually under our brand with a co co co-brand um if you want to touch on that a little bit hell yeah i love my man james at hub city outdoors um i had him modify a type 81 rig for me last year and it turned out really well um so we sent him a bolt of omani dpm fabric that we got um and he is currently working on i think 20 or 25 chicom 3 designs from hub city in omani dpm um it's going to be a collaboration between us and him very excited for that. And then I think he's also making padded two-point adjustable slings, which will be sold as a bundle. Yes. Um, and I think we'll keep doing that. It's just the level of production that they can achieve is kind of low. Oh. So you'll expect like maybe 20 slings and rig combos a month because they're all being hand-sewn. And it's just him and his wife. Yep. And so. we're, we, and what I've been telling people too, because we have gotten a few emails about it, mm. um, is just for those DPM rigs that sign up for stock notifications. We'll try to, try to do monthly drops on it and we'll let you know ahead of time when they're going to drop and yeah. all of that. Yeah. But I, I am sad to say the era of Omani DPM is over. We, yeah, as of this recording, we have four shirts left, only size large, uh, and the smocks are all gone. Except for one, which I I kept. That's mine. Yeah, it's just going to be the rigs for now. For And whatever else we decide to do with that fabric, because I think we might even have up to a thousand yards of it, which is quite a lot of fabric. We could even make our own jacket or smock or something. We're Uh, thinking about it. Possibly, possibly. We don't know yet. We're thinking about it. You'll see it if it happens. Yes. Um. Uh, jigsaw sizes, more jigsaw. I know we have some jigsaw stuff. My brother in Christ. Um, The Belgian military is currently in the process of facing that out, and I know for a damn fact they have warehouses full of it. It's just getting it from the Ministry of Defense because for some reason there's this trend in Europe now where they want to burn it all or just get rid of it or tear it up or whatever, and it's very hard to convince a Ministry of Defense not to do that because they don't really have an incentive right now to not do it. Um, and I, th- I think a big project in the future over the next however many years AP is a thing is going to be trying to convince ministries of defense that maybe instead of burning something and contributing to textile waste, perhaps they should sell it so they can buy more guns or ammo or re-up on new uniforms in the new pattern they adopted or whatever. 
because honestly, I think that would be much more helpful than just throwing it away. Mm-hmm. Yep. And as well as we talked, it's like the whole point of surplus is like recycle, 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 wrap. Mm-hmm. You know, what's, you know, it's surfing basically, you know, selling something that's used and reusing it and getting it back out there so it doesn't end up in the landfills or burned in the atmosphere mm-hmm. or because it takes those textiles take years and hundreds of years to to decay. Oh, yeah. Not to mention the amount of water that is used during the production of textiles. Like it's thousands of gallons for maybe a couple hundred yards, which is terrifically wasteful if all you're going to do with it is burn it or throw it in a landfill. And I just don't understand. The majority of that stuff that comes back is in good condition and can Mm -hmm. easily be reused for years down the line. And even even if like a garment is torn or something, there are people who will upcycle it. Like with the Polish blankets, Mm -hmm. um, Nick from Major, one of our vendors, sent me um, a photo of this one brand that made those Polish civil defense blankets into really nice like wool jackets. And one of our customers who bought one from us actually did the same thing, just like at home, which yep. was super cool. And we had a customer too who wanted to actually use the Polish blanket as a headliner in their car mm-hmm. too, which is, I don't know if he ended up doing that. But next time we get rugs, I'm making them into my headliner for the Tacoma. <laughs> I'm just going to put 911 rugs all over the top of my headliner. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that will be a sight to see. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Oh. Um, see did you have any uh that you yeah let me take a look here um oh the uh swiss um mm. the sw- yes the alpenflage let's talk about i know we brought the flogging yeah alpenflogging oh god uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we, I mean, we are trying to source Alpenflage. We have two orders actually coming in for it of some jackets and I, I don't re- recall on the pants. Yeah. So uh, basically Alpenflage on the U S domestic market in terms of, uh, wholesale is non-existent at the moment. Nope. Um, so we've been working on importing a ton of it from Europe. Um, but once again, the problem with this, and you'll see this with a lot of surplus vendors who have been in the game for a long time, um, they have a bunch of things in their warehouses that they don't know how much of it they have or what condition or what sizes or whatever. So basically, we're just waiting for this one supplier in Europe um, to sort through thousands of Alpenflash jackets, tell us how many they have, what price point they can do, what sizes, and then we're just going to buy it all. But mm-hmm. those things don't happen overnight. So we've had this ongoing probably since SHOT Show, I believe. It was a little before SHOT Show, actually. Yeah, because I remember sitting in our hotel room emailing uh, Tomas about mm-hmm. this. And he was just like, let me count. And <laughs> we haven't yeah. heard anything since. So No, yeah. And yeah. The, that's the same thing we did with our last big batch that we got. We imported that. Um, and that took quite a few months it for did. that to get together. And, and then shipping. Once it- once it did get here, we had like four to six double stacked pallets sitting in our yep. warehouse full of Alpenflage. It went a lot faster though than I thought. Yeah, ago, yeah. So. I I was very impressed with how fast it sold. So we're definitely going to try to get more of it. It's just a question of logistics and availability. Yep. And it'll it, when we do get it in, we're going to try to get a lot of it. So we'll have it in for a month to two months, depending how fast it sells out. And then it'll be another couple months before we're able to probably get more in. Yeah. Um, and eventually it will dry up, but it's not as drawn you know, dried up as Flectarn is getting right now. Yeah, because so. the uh, the Swiss seem to have a lot of backstock of stuff, mm-hmm. a lot. And they take really good care of it for the most part, too, because Swiss efficiency or something, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, and people love those jackets, too. They're super durable. and Honestly, I, I love them, Yeah, too. they're cool jackets. Fit a lot of beer in them, too. That is true. Oh. My favorite driving jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my keys? <laughs> uh, <laughs> did not say that. Get this man behind the wheel. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what uh, What's the rare surplus you think we've actually come across? I know we've come across quite an ordeal of rare surplus, but mm. in your eyes, I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to speak really on that, but probably like there's there's a couple patterns and stuff that we've gotten that is exceptionally rare um Omani DPM still probably has to take the cake because it was rare enough for the actual manufacturer to be like where the hell did you get that and mm-hmm. it is a security concern for the Ministry of Defense I need to talk to you <laughs> so yeah. that that was probably the biggest thing because Oman does not surplus anything they burn it all yep all of it and it's illegal to wear and possess if you're not in the military. They're and very strict on it. Very, very strict. Probably more strict than the Irish, which would be the second most rare. Um, 
we we actually made headlines in Ireland about that, which is really funny, but nothing really ever came of it. Like we never talked to the Ministry of Defense or the contractor who makes it, mm-hmm. unlike Oman. We just talked to a few people, news mm-hmm. outlets that mm-hmm. were interested and were very confused on the topic because I feel like Ireland was a little confused. They themselves. were very confused, but I mean, hey, that that was that was cool. Um probably the third most rare would be that Serbian uh helmet. No, the blue tiger stripe. Oh, that we got in. Yes, mm-hmm. from yeah. for the Yugo Man mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, you thought I, that I, stuff. I, oh, Yugo Man touched. Yugo Man was a, a gem that we found yes. that stuff actually. Mm-hmm. That and it's worked out great. He's still he's an interesting yeah. guy, but he has done. Uh, I mean, supposedly we helped him retire. Yeah, he's. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he. Uh, I've been talking to him for quite a long time now, and basically we've got it set up where like he goes MIA for like a month, is now putting like goes gathers new stuff that we want and then puts a little order together and then i mean stuff he doesn't do like big bulk stuff but yeah. it's a bulk enough that and interesting enough that mm-hmm. we will buy it and it's great fast shipping I mean, we had a little issue really on nice last really shipment nice. from well, him, that's chicago o'hare yeah our hair, our hair, <laughs> hair kind of screwed us and getting a hold of customs and getting that stuff out of there was a pain in the butt yeah you go man is a gem though i love that guy yeah he's funny um, I did. We did see something that we've been asked is patches. patches. We are working on patches, and we're planning on bringing out some stickers too. That's probably in the next two months is going to happen, um, and hope to at least get probably around five to six different patches. We don't want to have too many and some stickers yeah. too. So. Yeah, but that will happen. We want to get AP logo patches. I know for sure, and then I'm guessing we'll probably come out with a couple different designs as well. Just cool stuff. Yeah. Know? I want to actually, I was going to talk to you, we can bring it up on here, but your brother mm-hmm. brought up the nose art for a t-shirt. Ah, yes. That would be cool to put on a, just if we could find one really cool one to put on a patch, I think that would be mm-hmm. really, really fucking cool. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, we do need some of those. PS14s. Now, I... Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, but what's talk, I was, you go on this. Talk about nods? Yeah. Okay, so basically I drained my bank account. Um... <laughs> yeah, you came in the office one day, fucking you're like Jimmy, look at this, and I'm like, what? And he's just like nods, and then you have the next day you come with the helmet, and I'm just like, what is going on? But yeah, I basically I bought a PVS 14 from a guy named Tony. He runs VC Optics, started up this company one or two years ago, and he's been doing it full time since then. Um, same story as AP almost, which is super admirable. Heck yeah. Um. And he's going to get us set up, fingers crossed, with um, wholesale nods. And I, I know that we'll be able to at least get PVS-14s, monoculars, uh, white or green phosphor. Uh, I'm not sure about duels or any of the more expensive stuff because, again, even buying this stuff wholesale is going to be expensive. And I can't talk about margins or anything like that because that's covered under NDA. But I'm hoping that we'll be able to acquire at least a couple sets of night vision to sell, but I, I'm not sure yet. It depends how it works out. And it depends also how many we can even sell. I know we'll sell right away off the bat. We'll sell a couple of them. Cause we've had people asking for nods, even though nods are very expensive and Mm -hmm. it's not an item we normally carry. We have had some customers who have repeatedly for months on end, if not over a year, been asking, when are you going to get nods? When are you going to get nods? Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm hoping this works out because you, I know you've also really wanted to carry nods and I've always been kind of against it just because of how expensive it is. And it's, we like to stock our inventory. We don't like to drop ship Mm -hmm. and to stock nods is expensive. It's very (laughs) expensive. And if something were to happen to them Mm -hmm. when they're here, I mean, like one pair of nods is sometimes one wholesale order that we do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, whoa. You know, it'd be expensive. Um, but honestly, I'm very optimistic about it. And um, see, I, I'm I'm excited actually for mm-hmm. it too. I think yeah, especially if we can get duels, that would be pretty killer, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> <You're listening>. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, please, <laughs> please, PVS thirty ones, Tony, please. Um, let's but yeah, I'm with the nods. Just one more thing. Um, I know that when I was looking to buy mine, I was looking for companies that do like helmet mount uh counterweight um helmet cover bundles so, like you can buy everything at once instead of having to shop around for like your wilcox mount get the uh, dovetail adapter get the helmet get the counterweight get your cover um get your actual tube set um and there were only maybe one or two companies that did that and that still was not the whole bundle like you hmm. still had to go buy additional things so 
eventually, if we're able to carry just the tubes, I would like to branch out to get the helmets, the mounts, everything. So you can just buy, you know, out of the box, your whole set of stuff. You don't have to shop around in different places. I think, I think we could do that. I, we haven't actually talked about that, but that, that would be a really good idea. Yes. And it would be kind of a new thing in that industry. Cause like I said, there's only one or two places that do it currently. And yeah. Yeah, don't tell anyone about that. That's a Top special secret. project. <laughs> <laughs> Classified. Um, but yeah, no, that 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 is actually really cool. So I, I'm excited. I'm hoping it all works out. And yeah. That we can carry nods after twos is pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Here, Mac, I'm going to give this to you. Pick a question. <laughs> all right. Um... Why are you guys so awesome? That's none of your business. Oh. <laughs> I had to um, sign an NDA for that. Sorry. <laughs> I can't talk about it. Um, lock and key, baby. I work for Lockheed Martin. That's where we get all of our funding. We actually did not start in a basement. We were financed by Raytheon and the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone said, serious question. What are, what are y'all's thoughts on dunking French fries and ice cream? Um, I feel like I can answer for everyone here when I say we are from Wisconsin. Um, if you do not eat French fries like that, so good, you're crazy. Like you're actually crazy, and you're missing out the salty sweet goodness. Yeah, it's salty, <laughs> it's sweet, it's warm, it's cold, it's everything you want. Um, like, in one, bro. it's like that one Katy Perry song. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of a no brainer right there. Um, tiger stripe pants tiger stripe pants i have a pair of them in my car right now but well, we had a few we had we had we got oh. a decent bundle which oh. we, we bought them all oh oh oh, oh. What is oh it? actually we're getting a bunch of those in our next order from one of our suppliers uh i can't speak to the sizing that's oh. not shipped yet though right it has not been shipped however they did call me at dinner yesterday and oh, it's shipping next week sometime. Indubitably. So we'll so have next that week soon. We'll have some Tiger Stripe pants. Yes, sir. Next week is going to be inventory hell week number like seven um, <laughs> of the year. It'll be okay. It's still our yeah. shot. Some of our shot show orders actually. Yeah. Cause um, well, after and me, and me orders. yeah. And me and shot show. Well, actually we did place all of our orders at and me, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are still getting fulfilled uh, to this day uh, because once you go to a trade show as a big vendor, you will get slammed with orders and your warehouse team will not be able to keep up. For a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just the reality of it. Because they do sales specials and mm. we get to see everything on display. So some stuff that we weren't interested online, now that we actually got to see it, we're like, yeah, give it a mm -hmm. shot, you know? Yeah. Um, we did that with a couple things. and mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And most of it's worked out pretty well. Yeah, actually, surprisingly, except, mm -hmm. you know, the French sleeping bags. It is what it is. Bozo move. But it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, and then uh, Swedish surplus. We are always trying to get Swedish surplus, and we struggled with some. Yeah, um, about that, actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, this has been an ongoing incident, the Swedish surplus incident. Uh, so basically, we bought some M90 camouflage from one of our wholesalers and turns out I'm not, I'm not really sure where they got it from. And I, I can't speak to the verification process for some of this stuff, but turns out it was not genuine. Swedish yeah. Surplus. We, we were able to translate the tag mm -hmm. and we found out that it was, it was not in the quality actually was pretty, it was pretty bad after wearing, yeah. cause I had a pair of pants that I wore mm -hmm. and I was like, cause they are cool. Very cool pants. Yeah, they're nice. However, we did get the OD Swedish um, pants in, and those those were legit. Those were um, much higher quality as well. The uh, fabric, I mean, you can just feel it. Yeah, and then on the tag, it's those three globes basically mm -hmm. attached together, and then yeah. it'll have the actual, you know. Yeah, and of course, as as far as I know, the genuine Swedish tags either have the three crowns on or them crowns, or, yeah. or the three globes. I can't, I, I don't know. If there's anyone in the Swedish military who would like to educate us on where to find legit Swedish surplus, I'm all ears because I want to carry it as much as possible. Yeah, and we, we did our research on that too. I know that the tags that we have on those are, you know, Reddit is great for people who are yes. very into that kind of stuff. And we were able to verify on Reddit that those are, you know, legit from mm -hmm. um, surplus, yeah, but, at least the style of tag that's on there. Yeah, and I, I can... We, we don't want to carry reproduction things that we think are surplus because that is that's simply not the move. Um, 
So we we ended up with that M90 stuff. We ended up marking it down to I think below what we paid for it. Yeah. Just because like that was an expensive item for us to invest in and it ended up not being legit and it was kind of sucked. Um but hey, we learned our lesson there and we were educated and honestly I can't be more thankful for that learning opportunity because hey, we could have bought a much larger lot of that stuff from someone who isn't a normal normal vendor and it would have sucked. Yeah, and we've we've tried we do try our best to research a lot of the stuff ahead of time to make sure that it's legit or at least yeah. find a source or something that can confirm that hey, this isn't just a reproduction or coming from China, that's a repro. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, especially with the rare camera, people try to sell us you know, or hit us up about weird stuff that Mm -hmm. is, you can tell it's just, this is not either been issued or it's like even something that they wouldn't have given out um, or the patterns off or it's just, not. you know, and it can be tough sometimes too, because there are a lot of militaries who make their stuff in China because China is like the hub of textile manufacturing for a lot of militaries, especially outside of the West, like the first world. And even the United States has uniforms that are made in China that are approved for service. Like if you want to wear them, you can because they're approved by the DOD. But it's very difficult to tell legit Chinese issue stuff or Chinese manufactured surplus from garbage. Exactly. But we, we do do our best. And that is, you know, comes with experience too as we yeah. live and learn. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Uh, another question is any VZ95 on the way? My brother in Christ, yes. Yeah. We're going to have, I think, 350 or so parkas, unfortunately, without the liners. Um, but we'll have them on Monday or Tuesday of this coming week. Let's go. Probably won't be. This podcast probably won't be up by then. But <laughs> and yeah. we still have plenty of VZ95 gloves. Yes, we do. Those are actually pretty nice. Yeah, Trigger finger mittens with like a faux fur lining. And I think they're only like 10 bucks, yeah, too. They look pretty cool. Yeah. Um, AP app. We've someone asked about an app. We we yeah. have thought about an app that is in the pipeline. Mm. Um, it's a yeah, pipe it's dream a, at the moment. Uh, <laughs> it is a pipe dream, but it's on the schedule. It's just we don't have a lot of app development experience. Mm. Um, and to do that with the team that we have and to have someone yeah. maintain that and everything, it would it would be a lot. Yeah. Um, and I know there are uh, third party Shopify apps and stuff like that. If we were to do a store app and that kind of thing, yeah. Um, which we may do. Um, it just right now is not a priority on our list. Yeah. And when we do do that, um, I feel like it would be much better to have it our own app, not a third party host. Yeah. And that's why we have not done it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it is very easy to do those third party apps. We've had them hit us up. Hey, you can, you know, it literally takes your website, puts in an app form and you can do a point reward system, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it just, we want we'd, it to be ours. Yeah. And we'd we'd rather have in. that all through ourselves just for privacy reasons for customers and also the fact that we can develop it and actually have full control over it. And we is, want someone yeah. that'll be maintaining that almost all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. But that is that is in the works. Uh, that is something we have talked about. Um, Norwegian M75. Let me, isn't that the uh, just the normal Norwegian woodland? I think that's what it is. Sure. But there might also, because there's a Norwegian M98 and then there's Norwegian M75. Uh, oh, I see. Okay, yeah. So the M98 is the current issue Norwegian pattern. M75 is kind of like the older, it's just the older version of that pattern, essentially. Um, haven't seen any that's legit surplus, but if you are looking for Norwegian M98, Norarm in Norway... We've ordered some stuff from them before. Very solid, very yep. good dudes too. They've got a lot of, uh, they're up and coming in terms of like tactical gear and uh, clothing and all that good stuff. But from what I've seen and experienced with their stuff, I mean, it's very high quality. And I've basically got a U-back from them. Mm-hmm. You got me the U-back. And yeah. it, I've, I've worn it a few times. It's nice. It's really nice on like a chilly day, go for a run or something. Mm-hmm. It's sweat resistant. The inside keeps the arms warm and it's got pockets too to put your phone on the arm, which is really nice. And Ooh, something that they actually just released today. Not to simp for Norarm or anything, but um, they released like a little phone pocket thing. You put your phone in there and it blocks all the the cell signals. They've been Ah. giving it to people in Ukraine because both sides have been using cell signal data to pinpoint positions and call in artillery and airstrikes and stuff. So they've been testing it there and what it does is it just blocks your cell signal so no one can detect where you are with your cell signal which that's is that's cool it's pretty neat that's i awesome. need that for my wife <laughs> <laughs> knee slapper there real oh. good yeah real good one there but um, yeah that's cool 
Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a good company. Yeah. They even did a return exchange. I know we had to pay shipping back, but we do the same thing with our return exchange. It's expensive. Yeah, for international ship. shipping. Yeah. But they were very good about it, sent tracking. Um, we got it back within a week, I think, actually. Yeah. And they're, they're a small team like us, too. Like, they've probably got about the same square footage we do. I'm not sure, but they they have only a couple employees, and the founder still works on the warehouse floor. So, you know, it's good. It's good. They're awesome. Awesome. I will I will be making a work jacket in Norwegian M98. It's going to happen. <laughs> I simply can't not do that. Oh hey, Oakley. Yes, we do have we uh, got a dog here. Dog dog, dog dog just chilling, dog climbing on us. <laughs> sniffing. Should we do a quick uh work jacket update? Yeah, status we can update. Do, yeah, let's do a quick work jacket status update. Let's go. Okay. So Work jacket in progress. It's getting to the final stages of development now, which is super cool. Um, basically, with our last sample, they sewed the collar on upside down, which was like the last the last thing that we needed fixed, essentially, except for maybe the inside breast pocket and all that good stuff. Um, but after that, it's going to be grading for sizing and then uh, finding someone to print uh, Blumentarn fabric, and then uh, we'll be off to the races, essentially, uh, bar any uh, holdups, which will happen. Yes. guaranteed yes. <laughs> but uh no it's 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 also in the pipeline yes, uh, that is. one is not just a pipe dream that is a that that's is in the pipeline the way. it's tangible tangible asset except yesterday i found out that the fabric we were using got discontinued damn it yeah so we have to source new fabric that's going to delay things a little bit but it, it is at least the prototypes we, we should get two of them i believe right yeah they're they're in the process of making two one is complete and the other one is waiting on fabric oh. that's the problem i see okay yeah yeah so it is gonna get delayed but we need to source fabric because of the yeah it's back to swatches boys oh yes selecting your favorite canvas wow Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> the cotton band just sucks i know uh yeah no i'm excited for that that's gonna be awesome and we'll it's just gonna keep rolling. It's gonna. It's a process, baby. I'm going to reproduce all the camo patterns, and you can't stop me. <laughs> not the trademark ones. <laughs> no, not those. I'm, I gotta call the Irish Ministry of Defense real quick. <laughs> <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Can I please uh, reprint Irish DPM? Please, please. No, it's okay. We'll just change it just enough. We'll pull an pull an old U.S. Army OCP <laughs> incident. <laughs> Lovely, lovely. But yeah, no, we have we have big things planned for that. Yes. So, and many other things in the pipeline. So all good stuff. Yes, sir. Next question. Oh, why don't you uh bop, 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 I could do this all day. I don't give a fuck. Hey, you have the you okay. <laughs> uh bop, bop. we answered all the big ones. Um a couple people asked about bayonets, and then someone also wanted to know what the story was in the M sixteen mag bandoliers. Ah, yes. Um the M16 Bandoliers, um, from what I can gather, basically those were the containers for ammunition when they were delivered to units. So basically you got the ammunition bandolier that was full of stripper clips of 5.56, and then you would take those and load them into your uh, M16. So basically what they did is after they were finished with the ammunition, instead of throwing them away, they would use them to carry mags and stuff. So you can just, you can just sling it over your shoulder. It's super easy and quick. Um, so not intended use uh, from the manufacturer. Hey, Oakley, it works. Get out of there. Dogs yeah. in the garbage. Sorry, Come here. Guys. Come here. Hey, drop that. What are you? Sorry. Yeah, you're gonna stay right darn here. Darn tootin' now. dog getting in the darn tootin' garbage. But yeah, that's the story on the bandoliers. It's also why they're so cheap. They're like six ninety nine. So go go buy one. They're schnazzy. <laughs> we have a lot of them actually. But yes, and then uh, bayonets. We've never really. We had a few off. I think we sold like one bayonet. We've sold the U.S. Marine Corps, U.S. Marine Corps uh, OKC. Bayonets. Yeah, so those are actually quite nice. Yeah, we we will restock those eventually. Mm -hmm. um, they yeah. did sell really well. Yeah, uh, well, are. not really well, but they they sold. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially after the uh, French CAC knives and the Swedish Air Force pilot knives, those those should are sell cool. too. I think yeah. more military knives is something we need to carry. Yeah, the cat guys yeah. have been doing really good. I'm very glad. Would we, we get in trouble if we stabbed dummies on like Instagram and TikTok? Would no. they, would they on not? TikTok? Probably, yeah. Not they already not don't gelatin, like us. Not gelatin dummies. Yeah, stuff. that would be fine. Yeah, we could do that. Let us know if you'd like to see us stab gelatin dummies. Those things yeah, are because I would like to stab gelatin dummies. We do a little slow mo video too. <laughs> um, American surplus. 
We we get some American surplus. We have about thirty grand of it on the way. It's just we're waiting for it to get fulfilled. Yeah, and it's we it's not we we try to specialize more in stuff that we can't really get. And American surplus is a very broad thing here in yeah. America. Yeah. Um, and majority of our customers are American, and we kind of try to go for stuff that you can't or normally don't see. Mm-hmm. But we are trying to expand and carry some American surplus. So we do know it sells very well. Um, I know he said we have some on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we even have a new vendor that we looked at that we're going to get some yes. really cool packs. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll save that mm-hmm. for when that actually happens. But mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of very good American stuff on the way. Everything from 1930s vintage all the way up to current issue, which is going to be super cool. I'm yeah. very excited for that actually. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good. Very very good. Civilian Conservation Corps. <laughs> all i'll say <laughs> beautiful uh just going through the swiss ponchos we have not come across alpenflage ponchos very funny story on this one actually uh when we went out to dinner with Sturm, one of our suppliers oh in, yeah in vegas yep. jeff who's yep. the I'm not sure there were some nuances to the ownership, but he's the head of Sturm USA, yep. effectively. Um, and he was talking to us about how they used to have 600,000 of those, and they couldn't move them. Like, they had shipping containers full of them sitting in their yard, um, and they just didn't go. So they were selling them for, like, 50 cents a piece, and now they're unobtainable. I honestly think they might have gotten the whole lot, because for Switzerland, 600,000 pieces of anything is a lot. It's a lot. So yeah. I think they might have gotten the entire supply minus a few dribs and drabs. And it's gone now, sadly. Yeah. I mean, I, I bet if we looked hard enough, we could probably find some. But holy shit, would that be a difficult search? <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> it would. Um, but hopefully if we do find some um, or even are able to get repros, because um, I haven't even we haven't really we haven't even come across repros Mm-mm. of that. So um, it's not something that we've just been able to stumble across and carry. But we could always maybe in the future try to even reproduce it or something like that. Yeah, as well. we'll we'll uh, explore our options on that. I'm yeah. sure people would love open flush ponchos. <laughs> open flush whoopie. <laughs> open flush whoopie would be really cool. Yeah. That's the pizza whoopie. Pizza. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> um someone asked on the QA, and we did touch this a little on the last podcast, but having a physical storefront. Um we, surplus car wash. <laughs> we're on a car wash now. <laughs> we went well, from the drive-through well, to the car sorry, wash. I'm, I'm a drive-through. Okay. It'd be held out of a car wash, though. Okay. 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 Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, physical storefront. Maybe when we're much bigger, but the time and energy and manpower that it takes to open a physical storefront and have someone staffing it and cleaning it and managing the inventory and everything else—it's a lot. We couldn't for, do it. And right no now. one lives by us as well. None of and you not, guys live by us. Not that you guys wouldn't travel for the physical storefront. Yeah. It's just that for retail storefronts in general, the amount of labor that goes into the outcome of products sold mm-hmm. is is very difficult with the economy and everything where we're at. And we do hope to do it. And that's why we hope to maybe do it with a museum and kind of tie it both together. Mm-hmm. So it gives people a reason to maybe travel slash Mac. Museum. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> however, uh, yeah, that's the idea is to give it a give it an attraction and mm-hmm. maybe people will travel and then we'll have the storefront to go wrong with it. And then people can try on stuff and also yeah. check out all the cool stuff we used to have and can't get anymore mm-hmm. and just the history behind it all. And yeah, yeah, we'll have we'll have like an in-person camo archive, basically. Yes. Which I think will be really, really cool. It'll be super cool. It's it it will probably there. need to have a very large space because there's so many camouflage patterns. But mm-hmm. it'll be its own building. It'll be I don't know if it'll be by the warehouse, but it'll be a separate mm-hmm. separate thing. One hundred million square feet. <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have, we have a few wholesalers who have warehouse space around. That's pretty, yeah. The we we have some wholesalers who've got some huge warehouses, and yeah. I'm very much looking forward to touring those because those are going to be it's interesting. Be insane. Can't even see to the end of it. It's like Amazon style, no. like the big Amazon style, like yeah. even the Tesla mega factory style. Yeah, there's 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 one that's eight hundred thousand square feet full of just surplus, yep. which is pretty insane. That's a lot of square footage. Yep, a lot of square footage. Yeah, we have twenty five hundred in yep. comparison to eight hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. 
but uh big things planned mm-hmm. so and as always we really appreciate it and uh do you want to go through the questions i went through all the questions that i thought were good honestly there's probably not that many more good questions in here yeah. well um, every question is a good question yeah. it's just ones that we are and duplicates yeah. slash. we're almost at an hour so yeah Hey yo, Whitland Jim asks, "How come every poo poo time is a pee pee time? Not every pee pee time is a poo poo time." <laughs> that is a mystery to us as well. Yeah. How many data regarding how many beers various garments can hold? If not, you should make some. Actually, Verustaleka was in our DMs the other day, telling us how good of a technique that is. I think we should do that more. We are gonna do that more. We've actually had more than even just Verustaleka ask about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it it is a series that needs to continue. Yes, absolutely, um, and it will continue, especially because it's more than you'd expect. You, you you don't expect them to hold that many that ma- that much alcohol, but it, yeah. it, it, when it, you get it, down it, to it, you can hold quite a bit of alcohol. You need to get the the right jacket for the right tolerance level for uh-huh. the person that you are, and for the right can. You know, if you're if you're doing Michelobes, it's going to be a different different, different vibe story than, than if you're doing Buzz Balls or <laughs> yeah, or White Claws or, or Tall Boys or yeah, exactly, exactly. You never know, or maybe you even want to just. Buy a Camelback and yeah. pre-fill that with some hard liquor. You never yeah. know. Hold up. What if... Okay, this this is a dangerous activity. I do not recommend you do this at home. But what if we had Alpenflaws jacket challenges where you fill the Alpenflaws jacket with your chosen alcohol and then you see if you can drink it all? Oh, yeah. Easy dub. Yeah. I don't know if you could do that. That would be like two cases of Twisted Tea. You would die. Two K. I don't think two cases. Easy. No, two Easy. cases. Okay, so what, can we maybe split? Depending on how many it is, can we split it between two people though? Potentially. Potentially, yeah. I mean, if you can fit two people into an open floss jacket, by all means. Oh God! So yeah. <laughs> we'll explore that option. I think that's a good one. The drunken flash Olympics. The live stream. That. <laughs> yeah, the the surplus boozing Olympics. <laughs> oh God, Lord. All right. Uh, Winner has to drive home. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. One, keys. one more question, and I think we'll call it because we're getting past the hour mark here. Um, let's see. Uh, what state do you ship the most surplus to? Honestly, I think it's still California. I Is it? I think it's California. I know it was California for a while, and then... It's, okay. either, it's either California or Texas. I was going to say, Texas has, has taken over California. There's been times I've looked at that because we Shopify has a nice little chart that has all that. Um, Texas has um, has been up there. But yeah. Cal- we ship a lot of stuff to California, which is but surprisingly – they're surprising. But uh, it's surprisingly a good thing, I think. So it's very expensive to ship there, though. Yes, it is. That, <laughs> is, that is correct. But, but uh, I don't know. In January, I think our packages, like all of our packages, we fulfilled probably 5,000 orders that month. And – they traveled collectively four and a half million miles to every single U.S. state and territory. So we've got a lot of a lot of you know spaces to cover. Yeah. In terms yeah. Of Shout shipping. out to the Alaska homies. You wouldn't think that there's that many people ordering from Alaska, but there's not there's, that many. We just people. shipped one to PO box. I know. There's, there's, no, there's a big, quite a few big people order in too. There's yeah. quite, a, quite a few people in Alaska. I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, we appreciate everyone, no matter where you're from, and uh, yeah, thank appreciate you. the support and growing our community. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where we'll call it for today, boys. That's a wrap. Thank you for yep. listening. Yeah! Woohoo! <laughs> the Pipecast! Yeah! Yeah! Thank you, everybody, for watching and shop AmericanaPipeStream.com. <laughs>